Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the TSG Podcast. Just a huge disclaimer before we begin that all content produced on this channel is for education and entertainment purposes only. Enjoy the episode. Hey there, everyone. So welcome to a mini episode. Sean, you're here with me today. Yes, yes I am. Oh man, it's been a while. And so this is this is gonna be, I'm hoping this is gonna be a short episode. Um, and Sean, I I, I, I can't tell you. I just opened my uh news app and I just read uh this article on Barons, and it just caught my eye because as you know, Sean, you're one of the very few people that I've actually uh have talked to uh about this specific person and this this is just really interesting so i'm on a barons app right here so i do have a barons uh, subscription and this article was written by ben uh levison i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name but ben levison from barons uh newspaper and the title is ryan cohen dumped bed bath and beyond stock is the meme trade over so sean do you remember who Ryan Cohen is? Um, I remember. Yes, he he is involved in GameStop. Yes, exactly. So, and and this, this goes back to a conversation that we've had way back in the past. I, I want to say like a year ago, uh, and so it's it's been quite a while since we've talked about this, not on a podcast, but just you know uh, when we're getting together. And so Ryan Cohen is uh i i want to say is a a great entrepreneur he's a very contrarian entrepreneur he does go against the crowd uh just by definition and his biggest move in the recent you know two ish years when the whole uh wall street bets movement just blew out of proportion uh not proportion but really gained traction and you know all news outlet media uh, started talking about wall street bets was that he took over GameStop, which was one of the biggest meme stock ever. Okay, now some of the information I might be uh, misinformed. Just a slight disclaimer because I haven't kept up to date with a lot of the meme stock, and definitions might have changed since the last time I've looked at it. So huge disclaimer, just really quickly. But to my, to the best of my understanding, what a meme stock is means that. Uh, you're pretty much holding the stock forever. Uh, it's pretty much to the moon, as as we would say it. Uh, and we're just hoping that the stocks that we hold will pretty much surge in price and and just give you enormous profits. At least that's the way I understand how meme stocks work. There might be a better definition, but that that's just to the best of my understanding. So Ryan Cohen, just based on this article alone. He's the chairman of GameStop. He's like the lead figure in that world right now. He just dumped Bed Bath Beyond, like sold majority, if not all of his shares off the bat. Okay. And Bed Bath Beyond started becoming a meme stock, at least to the where I'm seeing it in the news, roughly during the time of, I want to say, March, April, May ish. Uh, it's just several months ago that Bed Bath Beyond really got into a nice popularity. Uh, it did have a nice uh, boost in its stock price. 
uh, during that time. And then it just cratered within the last several uh, months just due to supply constraints, due to just issues in their internal infrastructure, et cetera. And to a point, I believe just based on um, the article here, uh, Ben says that the Bed Bath Beyond dumped, not dumped, but was as low as uh, $5 per share. Now, when Ryan Cohen bought Bed Bath Beyond, it's roughly around $15, 15-30-ish dollars when he started purchasing Bed Bath Beyond. So why did he dump everything when Bed Bath Beyond was classified, based on this article, as a meme stock? And this is what was really funny. What this what happened was that between the time of June 26, all the way until literally the last couple of days, Bed Bath Beyond has grown by four times or 400% in terms of pricing. And, you know, capitalists uh, or ec- economy 101, you sell when prices are high because, you know, you, you, that's how you make a profit. And so Ryan Cohen, what he did, he sold everything, all of it. He was initially going to make a loss, but during the time of that surge, he was like, you know what? Let's hold on to the stock. I'm gonna sell it. Just a, I'm gonna sell it, but not right now. I want to see how it goes. So maybe throughout the whole month, he started selling piece by piece. Maybe it averaged out. Who knows? But what ended up happening towards the very end was that he gained sixty million dollars in profit from selling his entire share of Bed Bath Beyond. Now. Why is this such a big deal? The reason why is, like I said, meme stock, you're supposed to hold it forever. He's the chairman of GameStop right now. So the big question is, as a contrarian entrepreneur, is he really looking out for the ideology of you know the meme stock, Wall Street bets kind of thing? Or is he looking out for his pockets uh, just because what is his plan for GameStop then? If GameStop decides to shoot up, you know, 800%, will he sell his entire stake and no longer be chairman of the board? So what do you think, Sean, about this whole thing? I mean, this this is, I, 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 I can't, I, I don't know what to think of it as of right now. I don't know if this is going to be a... <laughs> a manipulative type of behavior or a manipulative type of action, not really behavior, but action. Is he really looking out for what's best in the community or is he looking out for what's best for his, uh, for himself or his, you know, shareholders? So what do you think, Sean? I would say hanging on to the stock, no matter what is not good for the community either. So yep. there, so I, it's, it seems to me there is a gigantic scam going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you plan to hold a stock forever, you need a thesis mm-hmm. that it is that you you need a thesis that it should benefit you to hold forever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you're holding a stock, a company stock, you should not hold forever. Whoever has, someone has figured out how to manipulate a large group of people into thinking that you should hold forever. Mm -hmm. 
Well, again, he wasn't like the face of Hold Forever, Diamond Hands, Shoot the Moon kind of like he he I think he uh, I don't know, bandwagon or coattail. I don't know if those are the correct terms, mm-hmm. but he he went along with the trend. Right. And a lot of people believe in him because he literally resurrected GameStop back from the grave and tried to make GameStop something and then he tried to do the same thing with Beth Bath Beyond. Yeah, I don't think it's him that okay. is sort of behind the scam aspect of it. Okay. If you could manipulate large numbers of people, mm-hmm. this would be the number one way to make money off that. <laughs> if like Yes. Um like why why hold a stock forever? Okay, so Bed Bath and Beyond, right? Mm-hmm. I they sell uh, you know, stuff for the home, blankets and, and coffee mm-hmm. machines. Um, so if their stock goes up 400%, like, what is the thesis that says, oh, it should go up another 100% after that? Like, what is, what is the fair valuation and why is it infinity? That's not, it's not infinity. Well, Sean, we're shooting no. for the moon. We're, we have diamond hands, Sean. Well, so here's, <laughs> so I have, a, I have a theory about this. Okay, okay. Going back, I don't know when the timing would be. Let's say 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. there, be, there came this line of thinking in the Bitcoin community mm. that you hold Bitcoin forever. Mm. Now, there's a thesis behind holding Bitcoin forever. And the idea is that, you know, if you hold it for 10 years, it's going to be worth massively more Mm -hmm. that there's, it's a huge opportunity that is going to take time and you can't time all of the short-term changes, but if you hang on to it for 10 years or 15 years, you'll be very happy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole thesis behind that. And it's not, you don't hold on to it literally forever. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of it, but eventually it's going to stop going up. And if you want to save money, maybe you could hold on to it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, you know, ten, telling someone to hold forever because it's going to be way higher in 10 to 15 years is basically saying, you know, to, from an investing standpoint, a 10 or 15 year bet is like roughly forever. Like mm-hmm. you don't make bets you don't really have theses that are longer than 10 or 15 years. Um, Unless you're so, like Warren Buffett and you, you know, bought Coke back in the seventies, but you know, <laughs> yeah, there is, I guess there's some, but again, mm-hmm. like I don't expect Coke to go up a hundred percent and another hundred percent, you know, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, my point is you have to have a thesis about um, massive growth to like ridiculous not necessarily true infinity Mm -hmm. but like very very high like shockingly high growth now i think people in bitcoin developed this thesis and it caught on and i think there were a lot of people who just it clicked with them and they didn't necessarily understand the thesis deeply Mm -hmm. but they latched onto it anyway Mm -hmm. because it has meme value because it's like i buy this i hold on Holding is like this awesome, noble, kick-ass duty, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I remember some tweet or something from the Winklevoss brothers who said Spartans hold, mm-hmm. you know, like like invoking the, the 300, you know, the Spartans. Like mm-hmm. holding your coins, 
is akin to like the Battle of Thermopylae. Mm. Um, so I think somebody discovered the meme value of this and said, okay, what if we convince people to hold random stocks at a time all together, right? We're going to swoop in. We're going to tell everyone, hey, buy and hold Bed Bath & Beyond. They all buy it. The price goes up. Mm-hmm. And then they all are holding. And this is, I think, the key part. If we start unloading, all these meme people are going to keep holding it. They're not going to unload with us. Mm-hmm. And that means we can sell at a higher price and we can sell into their holding. Mm-hmm. Right? Usually when everyone starts unloading a stock, everyone unloads it at the same time. And there is a race to get it unloaded and some people lose the race. Mm-hmm. If you can convince a bunch of people to keep holding through the unloading, you unload on them. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is convince people to hold and have diamond hands with no thesis or with no valid thesis. So, so I'm getting a sense and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I'm getting a sense that you're trying to pretty much say that's the dangers of going to an internet forum because you don't really know who's, talking to you and they can make a stock sound great and tell you to hold it and if you choose to hold it without having a proper thesis this is this could be potentially a bubble that's about to burst kind of event yes ish 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 yeah okay. maybe some going to an internet forum um i mean it depends on the internet forum right i mean if you know what you're doing you have to know what you're doing right I think it's more uh, the dangers of individual stock investing for mm. a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just going to go on Robinhood and go on Reddit and people are like Bed Bath and Beyond, buy Diamond Hands, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I am doing the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, you shouldn't be individual investing. <laughs> I mean, you could gamble, but the thing about gambling is most people go into a casino, they say, I'm going to take this money, this $40 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to gamble with this and I'm not going to gamble with any of my other money. Mm -hmm. Um, This stock thing has found a way to break in, break that to, to get people to gamble with all of their money because they, you call it investing and you say wise investing is having diamond hands and no wise investing is not having diamond hands. Wise investing is knowing when to sell, knowing the, the right price of a thing, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, we've been talking about this for a long, long time about, you know, the idea and the concept of value investing, really doing your homework and everything. But I think that what really exacerbated this issue was getting rid of the fees uh, to uh-huh. every trade. And now I don't I don't like the idea that we had fees for every trade. When I started, it was $10 a trade. So I had to really think about uh, my trading because I started out with like, say, you know, I don't remember how much I started out. I think it was like $1,000. That's all I had in my savings at the time. So $10 mm-hmm. is 1%. I'm literally, every time I do a transaction, that's 1%. And if you had less, say that you started out with $100, a $10 trading fee is 10%. And it's huge, right? Mm-hmm. But now we're going to an era where we're at Robinhood. And a lot of the online E-Trade, you know, uh, Ameritrade, uh, whatever online platforms, they pretty much waive the trading fee. So now it's free to trade as many times as you want. And I, I don't want to really get into the the, the 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 actual like dark pool and all of that. There, there's a whole bunch of that going on. But essentially, 
they they got to make money somehow. And so whenever you see a pricing in a in in the ticker symbol or something uh, on one of these platforms, chances are when you purchase something, it might be a couple cents higher, and they make money off of that couple cents. So for every transaction you do, they might take a cent or two off. And imagine if you have a whole bunch of people doing it, or even worse, going to options trading or derivatives trading. That's just going to exponentially give them profits because they're 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 pretty much uh not micro trading uh, i guess you could say micro trading nano trading whatever but it, it they're they're shaving off a couple of cents for every transaction so yep. um and that's how they make money and so you know but because it's free and because we don't see that they're shaving off a couple of cents we just see hey it's free to trade so if i if the money goes up i make profit if the money goes down i lose it instill instills that gambling tendency, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it's you know on a on a business perspective, you know for for the people who set that up as a business thing, it's very unethical in my opinion. But you know they're making money off of that, and I don't mean to go on a tangent here, so I'm gonna go back to what we were talking about. Yes, it's gambling. So. Yep. Yeah, and it, it I think it promotes the idea that like perception is reality. Mm-hmm. That like the reason this stock is going up is not about fundamentals. It's know? it's absolutely not. It's no. just like what do what are my friends talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, if I if I catch the vibes and then mm-hmm. get on the train, I'll make money. Yeah. And uh and if people, oh, people keep don't make buying money. and like you said, not unloading, well the whole the whole concept of supply and demand you know you have very little supply and a lot more demand because now we're buying to hold people are just going to raise the price and you know if you're going to pay an extra dollar per share then that's what's going to happen and if you hold forever you're guaranteed not to make money because you have to sell to realize gains yes unless the company makes us gives you a dividend which I don't know, Bad Bath. You know, I I don't research into that. I, I'm not invested in that, so I have no idea if they. You know what? Let's take a look. <laughs> Why? Well, not? I don't think the meme stock phenomenon has anything to do with dividends. Like you know, yeah, no. Hertz and uh, and GameStop were not expected to give dividends. Maybe yeah, Bath yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond could. Okay, I, I just want to see if they have an X dividend date and they do not have a dividend yield. So it's a complete uh, equities stock without a dividend payment. So, yeah. The only way that you can realize your gains is by selling it. So I'm nearly certain that the market is being manipulated through Reddit Wall Street bets. Yeah, that's a big one, <laughs> a big forum. Yeah, I, I would, I would say it has had a huge impact, especially on uh, our generation and younger. Um, like I don't know how it would be done, but I would not be surprised if some of the biggest posters on that forum are probably being paid by institutions institutions or wealthy individuals who are you know riding the wave because i don't think necessarily the same person would do it you got to be more sophisticated than that if you're going to do a scam like this yeah you would want to you know have someone else who's making the trade Mm -hmm. and you know earmarking some of it for you later Mm -hmm. or something like that yeah it it wouldn't be too far-fetched an idea so Hence why we always condone doing your own homework and research first of the company, of the you know cryptocurrency that you want to go into, just so that uh, 
you know, you understand, you know, always be well educated in this situation uh, so that you're not getting taken advantage of. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but Ryan Cohen selling to make a profit, that's still, you know, it, it, it's, I think what's what's on everyone's mind now is is he going to do the same with GameStop? And you know he's painted a beautiful picture for GameStop. He he sees GameStop as this uh, next platform where gamers are gonna go. You know you're gonna be uh, you're gonna have your own NFTs within the GameStop community, and it will be traded among different games and and game studios so that you can show it off within. Uh, the current MMOs or whatnot. So he's really brought up the idea of GameStop as a visionary, very similar to how Elon did it with, with the electric cars, that he's trying to do the same with GameStop. And so, you know, being able to unload all of your Bed Bath Beyond, which is meme stock, 400% gain, is he still there for GameStop? And I think that is why uh, I was I was like, hey, you know, this is a cool article. <laughs> What's going on? So, yeah. Now, I I suspect that he, um, when you become CEO of a company, there are actually laws mm-hmm. that against just cutting and running. You know. Yeah. So what I think probably is going on is he deeply understands the phenomenon mm-hmm. of meme stocks mm-hmm. and he understands what's going on here mm-hmm. and he think uh he thinks probably with gamestop that he has an opportunity to try some things mm-hmm. on the back of of the meme stock phenomenon mm-hmm. so i don't think he's trying to harm gamestop probably he not. probably is doing sort of an experiment you know I I would agree to that. And yet, like you said, it is very hard being a chairman of the board on CEO, uh, not CEO, but chairman of the board of GameStop to really just pack up and leave. It, it's very, I think it's more difficult to do than just, you know, executing a trade and be like, oh, I'm, I'm no longer a shareholder of this company. Okay, goodbye. Uh, yeah. I, I really I, I think that there is some caveat to you can't share uh, sell everything. So, yeah, I think there's laws. I think they can come after you and get the money. Because... Yeah. And he was he wasn't a I don't think he was a top executive on Bed Bath Beyond. So he was just like a daily trader kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. that's why he was able to get away with Bed Bath Beyond. Yeah. Um, but if he did own a significant portion of it, he does have to file that, I believe, with the SEC. So. Um, and hence why people know about it. So, mm-hmm. anyways, I thought that was an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna have to be on the lookout for what he does next. I mean, if you actually take a look at his record of being a CEO, he he, I believe he started the Chewy brand, which is the uh, uh, dog treat, cat treat delivery type of service, and that that's been phenomenal. So, um. Yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. So, but I think this is a good uh, stop to a good place to stop uh, for this mini episode. What do you think, Sean? Yes, I think so. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our mini mini episode on Ryan Cohen. And until next time, remember, don't trade a dollar for a penny. See you, everyone.